Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 162. That is not a lie. That is true. And I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin, joined by... I'm Blue Rider, and I am... That's true. I'm true. I'm John Rizzi, and I'm happy to be here to talk about Pokemon again. Is that true? Uh, sort of. <laughs> Hi, I'm Anna Bernarski. I'm a new student here. Let's all go around and say one really nice thing about ourselves. We, or, like, interesting thing. Anyway. Can we do a round of thumbs up, seven up first? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anna, what's your what's your interesting thing? Um, So, fun fact, my interesting thing is usually that I'm like, oh, I write for a video game website, but I haven't written an article in, like, two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm here. John, what's your interesting thing? I sometimes make videos for the game Club channel but i also <laughs> edit for a living so that just gets tedious blue what's your interesting thing i've written and made videos and streams for the game Club channel and website i'm noticing a pattern here all we do is the podcast is that's what we're it to say. <laughs> <laughs> we do live think here about it a lot joe what's yours and my yes c- my interesting thing is that uh, my kitchen is actually a cabinet. Okay, you didn't have you didn't specify if our interesting thing had to do with game cola or not. Yeah, that was yeah. You decided that all on your own. No, I only said that. <laughs> I cannot. That's... I cannot be held responsible for the limitations of your own mind, John. The only reason I said mine was because that's how that's how I usually do it when someone's like, all right, let's say an interesting fact about ourselves. I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. So the reason Anna has started the podcast in this way is because it is thematically appropriate to the main topic of preliminary 20 minutes of talk in the beginning of the podcast that we seem to do these days discussion topic, which is the new Pokemon games, Scarlet, Violet. You've probably heard stuff about them because the internet has been a mess with talking about the uh, spectacle of the games. Uh, Does someone want to give a a rough summary for those perhaps who have not played the games of what the current state of of discourse is? Which one of us probably knows the most about that? Current state Uh, is panic. State is panic. Um at the disco and instead of disco it's the school <laughs> at the pokemon at the pokemon the po- school <laughs> i was gonna say uh, at the pokemon gym but all right it's the pokemon school um it's not amazing uh the game itself uh, i have heard i have not gotten very far i literally just walked into my first uh my first time at the school and it is buggy there are bugs everywhere. Um, and the animation... Bugs and performance issues. Bugs and performance issues. The animation is stuttered when it's not close up, which is one of my biggest problems. The Everything about the game looks kind of crunchy. Uh, the shadows are bad. <laughs> but <laughs> everyone seems to be having a pretty okay time with it as far as my friend, friend group goes. They're having a good time. This... This is the thing that is so interesting to me about this game because it is unquestionably, in terms of performance, a disaster. It's so bad. It's so distracting. 
It's all, it's ever present. There's almost never a moment where something weird isn't happening Mm -hmm. when it comes to the performance. And yet, I've played through almost all of the, I'm, I'm near the end of the game. There's, there's, we'll talk about it a bit, but there's like three different pathways in the game that you can, that you get to go through. And I'm, I've done all but the last one of one of the pathways. And I've had a very good time (laughs) with the game. But also, it's not as if, oh, the, the, these problems are there, but they're not that big a deal. They're not that important. It's like, no, it is fundamental to the experience of the game. But at the same time, most people that I'm talking with who have played this game are enjoying themselves. And it really, like, kind of calls into question the whole discourse about it, right? Like, there's people who are like, this is, like, terrible like a company in this position however you want to say like you know game free cool it's not actually game free it's a company no pokemon company well it's not actually the pokemon company it's the the this the three groups of like the people responsible for making the pokemon video games should be able to avoid this happening and yet even though they didn't it seems like a lot of people are still playing this game and having a really good time myself included there's i am wondering it's pokey cyberpunk the <laughs> so these people are people who would i i think they would play buy play and enjoy the game no matter how bad it is is that is that a possibility but is that this, skewing the no, results maybe this is this is this is not this is i think the key difference like it is not if the pokemon game was bad people would not buy it I don't think I, th- I don't think it's there's there's an idea that people would buy anything with a Pokemon name on it, and that's definitely not true. I will say this is They're, the first notable time Nintendo has offered refunds for digital pur- purchases. Well, uh, that's also different. I've done I don't unless you've read something different to what I've read. My understanding is they've actually always secretly kind of offered. Oh, digital you're refunds. right. I did read about that. And, I know what you mean. Yeah. I was looking into it. so th- basically you'll hear people say like oh there's they're doing digital refunds because the game's such a mess and I'm not saying that they have a, don't have a special policy for this because they very well could but from my research from before this it seems like there's actually a soft policy of if you call and ask for a refund they'll probably give it to you but they overtly say no refunds and I've actually experienced this in a lot of different fields not just uh, not just uh, Nintendo, where they'll have a strict policy of no refund stated in their policies, but then if you actually call, they'll make something work. And I think it's just like a, now we don't have to give you a refund if for whatever reason, oh, we can't do it mechanically, or oh, we suspect that you're trying to game the system. We don't have to like come up with a reason not to give you a refund. We can just not give you a refund, because getting a refund is is already a service, an extra service that we are providing to you. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's slightly different. And again, I'm not saying that they haven't gotten explicit permission like, oh, yeah, no matter what, if someone calls and asks for a refund for this game, give it to them. That may be the case. The thing is, is that what, what I think what it says is when because people said similar things about obviously not there were some graphical quality, not nearly the same level of performance performance issues in Generation 8 Sword and Shield, but people said the same thing like oh people who play pokemon will just buy anything it's like i think it's just that the the when people buy a pokemon game they expect certain things they want certain things out of it and one of those things apparently is not 
that the game looks really good and has great performance. Yeah. Plus, how many like, pe- there's a lot of people that just buy mainline Pokemon games. They don't buy like Pokemon yeah. Puzzle League or something like that. Well, the, sure, that's but, what I was more talking about. People who will buy the mainline Pokemon games are a lot more likely to buy it, I think, than like no matter the quality. But when you say no matter the quality, right? Yeah. If you're saying no matter the visual presentation and quality, then that's one thing. But there's also like the game itself, right? Is it, if you take that out, and I'm not saying that you should never pay attention to that, but I'm just saying like absent of that, would people still buy the Pokemon games if the performance was fantastic, but the gameplay was as bad as the performance is now? Like, if you swapped the quality of those two things. Well, I, I personally, maybe this is just me, but I really thought the quality, like, the gameplay quality of Sword and Shield was pretty bad. It's my, like, least favorite Pokemon game I've ever played. But That's fair. That, that, that obviously doesn't apply to everyone, but... But I, I don't know if I accept the premise that people are playing a game that they don't like. And... Well, you as we've I mean? established on the Game Cola podcast, people yes, do that I all know. the okay. time. This is that is <laughs> this is an exception with the <laughs> strange relationships that Game Cola has with video games. I'm talking about your average person who doesn't have a podcast where they can play a bad video game, and even if it's a terrible experience, they can still talk about it on the podcast and therefore get a positive return on that time investment. That's not a thing that people normally get to be able <laughs> to do. Plus, uh, in the defense of people who buy stuff all the time, that's just the hype around, like, a new mainline entry. People people will be excited for that or what? That's why this game sold 10 million units, digital and physical, within its first three days. It's because people are just and hyped for a big open... You pitch, like, a big open-world 3D Pokemon game to people, no matter, like, what reviews say, because people barely, like, follow those to begin with. <laughs> but, but it's like, they'll buy it, because it's like, that's what we've wanted for years. That's just, it's but, just the hype. But I, again, there's a dip, right? So we can already compare this to the, the, I think the thing that comes to mind most recently is like Cyberpunk, right? Yes. Again, that's Cyberpunk. It's still sold very well at launch. <laughs> just, right. But right. No, most people didn't know it was going to not be great. Yeah. Same, same thing with Pokemon. And actually, I'd, I'd say Cyberpunk, they like, Sold on a lot of gameplay stuff that actually never got put in the game or was removed during development. And I feel like that's a difference with this is that I feel like everyone that I've talked to, when they buy these new Pokemon games, they know what they're getting into. Yeah. It was pretty well reported, like well before the games came out, that the game had huge performance issues. Yeah, People knew about it. And same thing with like, like Gen 8, right? Like there are lots of things in Gen 8 that I think are perfectly valid reasons to not like how they handled it. Um, right? Like, but at the same time, I don't think any of those things were like a secret. Mm-hmm. Right? People had took issue with maybe some of the reasons they gave to justify the decisions that they made. But at the end of the day, what you bought was what you were told you were getting. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, Pokemon did not advertise that there were huge performance issues, but there was ample time given for that information to circulate before people made their purchase. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, here's my thing about that. 
the only people that really paid attention to, like you said, it wasn't a secret that it had performance issues. There were rumors. People, the game leaked early. Uh, the James said in the thing, it's like, oh no, that's just how the game works. A lot of people, uh, Pokemon is the biggest like franchise of all time. I would guarantee you less than 8% of the people like that are invested in the Pokemon actively saw or paid attention to those performance rumors and confirmations. They didn't, cause they don't care. Cause like I have friends who aren't even into video games. They don't follow this stuff. They just said they're going to buy Pokemon anyway because they grew up with Pokemon. It's like they don't pay attention to reviews or performance stuff and, and rumors on, and online Reddit posts about it at, at all times. Sure. So I, I, I agree with that. But also like if they, if they don't care to that extent, then it also kind of seems like then that they don't care about the performance issues. Well, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like I know the same friend. She said, the bugs are so bad. I'm like, how long have you gotten into it? About 10 hours. Like, exactly. You're still having fun. That's 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 what it comes down to. It's like you, the game is there. It just has performance issues, which can be easily patched out. Yeah, it's just it's it's weird to think about it this way, right? Like it's like if people don't care, who am I to say that they should? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and like you said, you had fun with the game too. Yeah, <laughs> and like and like so I, at the same, it's just like I, you know, there's this one side where it's like it's just the, it, it, they can make it better. There, oh, there's they can. so many like I I want to be I don't want to like be the armchair developer, right? Like the guys. Oh yeah, if you all, it would be so easy. You just need to flip the switches, you know, get rid of the memory leaks, and just do that, and the game will be working fine. It's like it's not that. I don't want to do that, still. but at the, <laughs> at the same time, like. These these problems feel like problems that are very solvable problems, right? Yeah. Like there's people's jobs. And uh, it's it is to solve yeah. these problems. And there are certain things that are more complicated, right? Like the like the fact that Pokemon like there's one thing that people say that like on the one hand I agree with, which is like it needs a delay, right? Yes. The, the games need more time. It's like cool. Yes. Uh, problem is that like unlike Animal Crossing, where if Animal Crossing is delayed for three months, that means that Animal Crossing does not come out until three months later. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the main only thing that happens. If you delay a mainline Pokemon game, then you mess up all of the other stuff. Yeah. That is. Because it's the same company making it. With that release. <laughs> you, there's always the trading card game releases, the TV show, mm-hmm. the merchandise, the you know, competitive competition events, all these extra bits that rely on this coordinated effort. I mean, there's a reason these Pokemon games come out, not just like, oh, around, you know, a every year or such and such. They come out at like the same time. If you follow, like, I follow uh, the Cerebi, uh Twitter account and they'll do these things where one of the things they do is they say on this day, da-da-da-da, years ago, this game was released and you go to it and it's like whenever a new game is released also there's a bunch of throughout that week there's a bunch of <laughs> tweets saying like on this you know this many years ago this game was released and this many years ago this game was released and it's always you know this november time slot and then there's the the spring time slot sometime in march usually i, I forget exactly when so like there's this clockwork rhythm to it yeah and so it's that i need to i understand that that is more complicated 
So there's this idea like, should you hold them to the standard of what they are capable of? Or do you accept the fact that they're providing people with what they want? <laughs> right? I think, if, if people I buy th the video games, they keep buying the video games, then... I think uh, then it's hard to argue that there's a problem. I think that uh, it comes I mean, down to all the merchandise and everything you said. Also, Nintendo is publishing the game. So they had to look at it and say, yes, put this out on this day. You would think, uh, you would think, I think what you said ex is exactly right. It's like, it has to come out on this day because of so much stuff tying into it. Also, because Nintendo was getting the percentage of those profits for the merch and stuff too. It's like, uh, they probably like gave them an ultimate. They probably just gave him a choice. We're like, all right, it can come out then, but you have to promise that you'll fix this game, the performance issues later down the line, because they can, because they can accept like the 10 million units on opening on release weekend, and then it'll be riddled with bugs. But like, small amount, a small percentage of people will ask for refunds anyway. It's like they'll, it's still they're still earning way more money from people who bought the game and just won't do anything about the performance issues. <laughs> So it's yeah. like, it's a, it's a small, and, it's technically a small loss for them if it loses it. And, and it's, there's also like, are they going to come out with the patch? And that I mean, is the real I, question. I can't say for sure. Yeah, that's the real but question. But like, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like that there's any particular reason why they wouldn't be able to come out with the patch. I mean, yeah. I, I was just looking at this before the podcast, but Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which also had some issues, um, partially because it was developed by a completely different team and a completely different engine. It had several patches. Okay. Like, it, it was a patched, uh, like, in, it came out, in, the games came out in November, there was, like, a pre-release patch, um, and then there was, like, a patch in December, a patch in February, and a patch in March. Some, one, I think one or two of those was, were, like, dedicated bug fix patches, and then some were, like, oh, we're adding this new content to sync with, like, Legends Arceus, for example. Mm -hmm. There was a patch like that. But then they also did some bug fixes at the same time. And I have to think that they're probably going to do some kind of game update, right? Where yeah. like something where they'll they'll change something to tie into something else, or if they're going to do DLC like they did with uh, Sword and Shield, they'll probably roll out a bunch of patches with that update. That would be my guess at the very least. Or maybe they'll just come out with a patch for like before the Christmas holiday, right? Like mm -hmm. come out with a patch for you know there's going to be this big influx of you know kids who are getting this game right on December twenty fifth. So if we can roll out a patch then, then we get their experiences. And the only people, it's only the super hardcore fans who are buying it this early. And they're more likely to be okay with going through just the, they'll, they'll be more able to deal with the bugs that they encounter, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, for example, uh, I was talking about this before the podcast, but there's a, you go into, there's the school is like one of the things in this game. There's like a central school hub. Um, and one of the things is that you can go to different parts of the school and there's little labels on there that you have events with different characters there. And I went to this one place, big open field where there's supposed to be two characters to have events with. And I got there and I could not for the life of me find these characters out in this field, uh, on the school grounds. And I was looking, I was looking. And then finally, I guess I just panned the camera around and it went up a little bit. And I noticed these two teachers floating about a hundred feet in the air just up there and i you know i was like okay i left the location i came back they were still up there i like left the whole school and came back they were still up there i reset the game i did a hard reset you know save my progress hard reset the game 
uh, came back and then they were on the ground and I could talk to them, right? <laughs> I've heard of unapproachable teachers. That's it's a little ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Bum, bum. But like I can deal with that, right? Like I know enough about video games to know how to unbug a bug. And I guess statistically, the people who buy the game on day one or near day one are going to be the kinds of people who would be savvy like that. I don't know. I don't I don't know what decisions get made on stuff like this. And on the one hand, it's disappointing, right? Uh, you want these things to be held to a higher standard. You don't want it to be pushed out to the last minute. But at the same time, it's hard to look at someone in the face, tell them that the thing that is clearly working for them, they should stop doing the thing that is clearly working out for them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's. I would it's like bizarre. Pokemon I mean, to be a s- too many slam th- dunk in all categories. Too many but... things about this make sense. <laughs> if that, I don't know. I've been I've been going off for a while. You guys have any other thoughts you want to add? I just wanted to show everyone how cute I look. <laughs> Anna, I'm sure the viewers appreciate it. You're very welcome. You know the ones that are listening to audio only. I know. Joe was talking a lot. Also, there's no visual content on the YouTube video either. (laughs) You're doing this specifically to spite me. Yes. Like, there's certain things that you do (laughs) that I'm like, that's for your own personal benefit. And I support Anna and all the other podcasters doing things that make their lives better and happier. But this is specifically just to make me mad. (laughs) This is spite. And for what? Because I what have I done to deserve this? Talk about Pokemon? Yeah, something that people asked me to talk about, and that's fine. <laughs> and you did that, um, and I showed off how cute my my character is, which I would like to say it is. It was a nice uh, character creation. Joe, you know we bugged you had. out of love. Okay. I'm letting other people speak. This is their turn to speak, and you may do with your time as you please. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I chose my sweet, sweet baby boy, Fue Coco, because um, fire type all the way, all the time, every time. Um, but I, I've been playing this whole time, and it's it's just distracting to see the animations be all stuttery for me personally who who just really likes all the pokemon games and it's just a lot that i'm a little disappointed in but i understand the point that everything comes out around the same time and i do hope they patch it before christmas because i feel like there are going to be a lot of people who are getting it for christmas or for the holidays like just something in hopefully mid-November. That'd be cool. And if not, okay. Well, mid-November is past. We have like. I meant mid-December. Left. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-November, you know, early. when the game came out. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been We're nice too. Gonna... But yes, so um, um, it. I I will say it was interesting that you brought up that everything kind of comes out around the same time. So that's not something that I thought about before. It's all like a big pr- uh, marketing and, produ- and from a producing standpoint. Like it's right. like, oh, the game's not ready. It's a lot tougher to develop an open world game on the Switch that we thought because we're not Monolith Soft. <laughs> I, I also have this other sort of, this is vaguely conspiracy theory territory, but it's like, imagine you're the people who hire people to make Pokemon video games. Mm-hmm. 
it must be exceedingly difficult to find people who are willing to work on things other than the Pokemon. Who applies <laughs> to the company that, you know, who, who, let's just say Game Freak. I understand it's more complicated than that. You can yell at me in the comments. Who applies to Game Freak being like, man, I really hope I get to make a bunch of trees look good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Cause, and I feel like that, that, that also speaks to like, cause I, I think I said this about Gen Sword and Shield 2, that it feels like in a lot of respects, the quality is very uneven, right? It is not, it is not smoothly bad, right? It is not, everything is kind of bad. It is, there's some parts that are really good and people are really enjoying and invested in. And then there are some parts that are, Awful. Terrible. And I feel like games aren't usually like that. I feel like usually everything is like a similar level of good or bad. And I, I like my the conspiracy theory is like it's very easy to get people who are good at this one thing to work for this company and not people who design open worlds, like who, who make cool landscapes. Right? They're all working on the sequel to Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, that has a name now, doesn't it? <laughs> kingdom uh, the, of Tears of the Kingdom. kingdom of, yeah, Kingdom of Tears or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but the, like there are really cool, good things in this game, and it's like I'm happy that those are probably going to be sticking around. I think some of the other things that were in Legends Arceus, for example, started to be carried over, but since I think these games were sort of being made at the same time, not everything gets carried over. Mm-hmm. But things like the, how the Pokemon are in the open world is kind of nice. You can really pick and choose like how you want to engage with wild Pokemon. You know, do you want to have like real time battles, or do you want to kind of like do it in the sort of more like automatic way that you can do? Um, that's what I. Do you... That's actually an observation I thought was kind of strange. Is like when Le- Legends Arceus came out in January, I thought, oh, the next mainline Pokemon game is going to play exactly like this. This looks cool, and then this one comes out, and it's like. It still plays a little bit differently. It's like, was it like, a, I couldn't tell if it was like a whole, a whole different thing that was being worked on separately from Legends Ar- Arceus or was it, or it was like an evolution of the game. So Pokemon, Pokemon, to my understanding, has for their sort of release schedule, they have two teams that are, that are working on Pokemon games. And it kind of used to be like, one team that works on the main, like, the new games that always start the new generation, however it is described. And then you've got the people who work on, previously, the remakes. Now that's kind of expanded, so I, I think the remake team worked on Legends Arceus, and the they brought in Ilka for the Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Um, and then this is like, so this team, I believe, is the same team that worked on uh, Sword and Shield. But, like, they're, obviously, they're still talking to each other. There's still, like, there's still coordination between the teams. It's not like they're in a black box. So I imagine, to a certain extent, there were, there may have been features in Legend of Arceus that they just didn't have time to bring over. And maybe there were also some things that they decided, this works for this game, but it doesn't work for a mainline Pokemon game the way that we want to do it. Um, I, I, I can't really say. So, like, that's the thing. Like, like one of the things I liked about Legends Arceus that you can't really do is in Legends Arceus, if you want to catch a Pokemon, you can just throw a Pokeball at it. And that can be it. 
That's what I thought this one was going to be. <laughs> yeah, no, you cannot do that. You still have to do, like, the if you want to catch a Pokemon, you still have to do. But if you want to defeat a Pokemon, you can do something sort of equivalent where you just press a button. And then if your Pokemon is, like, a higher level and has a type advantage, then it'll just win the fight. Um, and I think you get you get less experience for it, but you can obviously do it a lot faster. Um, so, like, stuff like that's nice. The, the main thing that is interesting about this game is that this game will let you make terrible, terrible mistakes. And that's pretty fun. So, there's the, the, one of the key things this game really hammers into you is, like, you get to the, once you get through, like, the opening sort of section, it says, like, it gives you these three different pathways that you can do. Um, one is the, the gym leader pathway, and then there's a couple other, like, pathways that are different stories. And it's like, you can go out, do these, you can do these in any order, you can go out and, you know, you can focus on the ones that you like and ignore the ones that you don't like. It's not entirely true, but to a certain extent, you can mostly just go wherever you want. Now, the thing is, is that it is not designed for you to do this necessarily. And by that, I mean, like, it's an RPG, right? So there's levels. Mm -hmm. There's no level scaling, right? So everything is at a concrete level of difficulty no matter where you go Hooray. but the game does not block you ah so it's the fallout 76 <laughs> of pokemon and i don't know like to a certain extent it's kind of fun to be put into situations where it's like oh wow i am woefully unprepared for this right now and i'm gonna try to make do with what i have right because they've actually and they've also built in a level cap into the game too so you have to beat the gyms to increase the level cap. And the level cap used to be for traded Pokemon. So it used to be like, oh, if you trade a Pokemon that's way higher level than everything else that you have availability for, then it won't listen to you. So that's to keep you from cheesing it by just trading it with a friend who already beat the game. But in this game, you if your Pokemon is above the level, no matter what, it will still do that same, like, won't listen to you spiel. So, like... If you end up at a gym, you can't just over-level and end up at a gym that's way stronger than you and just beat it because you're over-leveled out of order. If you want to beat the gyms out of order, you have to deal with what options you have available. Because I actually missed one of the mid-gyms. I did a lot of things out of order in this game, actually, <laughs> without necessarily understanding <laughs> that I was doing it. And... I don't know, it's interesting where it's like, I actually, I'm here, I might as well give it a shot, but I have a level cap that I can't, like, get past to, I can't use a level cap to get past it now. Either I have to give up and try a different place, or see if I can tough it out. And the game will let you tough it out. And it, before, there would be all these hard stops, and there are a few hard stops in this game. There's certain, like, abilities... That you get, they're not tied to like HM specifically, but they kind of function in a similar way. It's like, well, you cannot get to this place unless you unlock this ability. But not everything is blocked off like that. And in fact, at the beginning of the game, at the very beginning of the game, you can go to an area right next to the starting area that has uh, like an entry level Pokemon trainer standing right basically right next to an end game trainer in the same little field and you could get into that fight and lose and you could run into wild pokemon that are end game level right there if you dig around where thematically it is clear that you are not supposed to 
be hanging around here yet. And I don't know. I think that's th- that's an interesting thing. Now, does that play well with a young audience? I don't know. But for me personally, it's... Oh, no. Well, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if you can... You might give people credit for like, hey, this is hard, so I'm going to go somewhere else. Like, you can just do that. So I don't know. Maybe that works. I mean, there is the... The level cap thing. I believe there's a built-in, like, hidden feature where that's only for Pokemon you catch above where you're supposed to be at. And in this game, like, you can train, like, your starter, for example, if you over-level it. Okay, maybe, yeah, I'm not sure. I've, I've just been trying I've to stay under the level cap in general. Um, but maybe that is the case. Maybe if you train above the level cap, it doesn't make it. Because you can definitely run into and catch Pokemon that are higher level than the level cap, um, and you'll and a lot of the time it's yeah. obvious, right? Like you'll get like this patch of Pokemon, and it'll be like five of them, and then five of them are like nor or four of them are like normal level, and then there's an evolved one that's like way above the level that you would expect, and you can fight it and you can catch it. Um, it's harder. They they I think they make the catch rate uh, more difficult if you haven't if it's above the level cap, but you can still you can still do it. So. Yeah. I don't know, and I, uh, there's, like, right here I'm at the end game, and there's a checkpoint that's basically, like, you have to beat this battle to get into the actual, like, end game content for this story path. And it's just, there's no ability checkpoint, though, to be fair, this is the path that gives you all of the abilities, so that's part of it. But also, like, it's just, can you, if you can beat this, it, and it kind of spell, spells out narratively, like, if you can beat this guy, then... You are strong enough to go to finish this story arc. It's like, I feel like that's, that's so much nicer than there is a boulder that you cannot move until you get this ability. Right? I don't know. I just like that it feels less arbitrary, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is still kind of arbitrary. Maybe it's just different. I don't know. I could talk about this forever. <laughs> um, are we getting tired of this conversation topic? Do we want to move on? Pokemon Cyberpunk. It, it doesn't work. That's it. I mean, Pokemon Violet is kind of Pokemon Cyberpunk. To be fair. <laughs> that okay. is true. Which one did you get, Joe? Hmm? I got Violet. Because I, I thought long and hard about Scarlet. it. Because usually I get the red versions. Because red's always been like my color. Just in life. Not just video games. Mm-hmm. But I had to ask myself, what do I like more? <laughs> the color red or robots? And I decided I like robots more than the color red. <laughs> also, I found out, I figured that most of the stuff that had to do with the color red, you could use, well, it was probably, it's really just the color clothes that you wear. And I was like, yeah. I could just buy red clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the purple clothes, but I've got like a red hat and a red backpack and red shoes. And it's like, it's good enough for me. I want to... Be fashionable. I don't want to wear this stupid uniform. But the know. school. I I wonder if you get more options later. Because yeah, you're kind of limited by the school uniform. It's an interesting it's very choice. The the basically like you can change based on the seasons, but it's it's annoying. Yeah, you don't have as much character customization. They really wanted this school thing to be like the central thing, and it's like it kind of works. It's cool in the school, but also like. You really have to go out of your way. Mm-hmm. I feel like more stuff needed to tie back to the school to treat it as more of a hub. Because the game kind of basically has to tell you, like, hey, remember, there's stuff at the school you can do. Go back and do it. 
And there is stuff you can <laughs> do. School. You go to classes. Uh, this is maybe a bit of a spoiler, but you there's also tests. Ew. You have midterms. Did you pass? I haven't been in school <laughs> in five and a half years. I don't want to go back. What the hell? And I will say... The the funny thing too is that the 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 classes in the school do actually teach you things about Pokemon yeah. that are useful in the game. I took like two of them. So the far. math, funnily enough, the math class is probably the most useful class for understanding how to play Pokemon because it teaches I, you things like how much more damage you do when a stat yes. raises and uh the fact that if you use a the thing that doubles your attack once if you use it again it doesn't double your attack it just adds another 100 percent. so two four stages is actually 300 percent, not 200 not 400 percent. and uh that they also reminded me that they changed the critical the default critical hit ratio which i had forgotten so that's the most useful class um Ranking the classes in order of usefulness. Um, the top tier is math. Math teaches you, like, just game mechanics outright. Uh, then I would say... I'm trying to think. I think the biology class teaches you useful stuff in, for use in the game. Ironically, the the battle class does not really teach you much about battling. Yeah. <laughs> huh um the the home ec class teaches you about the extra mechanics there was useful because it did teach me how eggs work in this game which i did not know before that bit um you you get them in picnics um i'm still not 100 percent sure how you get them in picnics but that's where they come from oh the i will say the class that is the least useful so far is the languages class it just it does it's funny because it does just actually teach you different languages like most of the questions <laughs> yeah, are here's cool. how to say something in the same thing in three different languages and then the question is like what is this thing it's like i guess that does teach you other languages a little bit not useful in the game at all though i don't know it's weirdly in depth and i have a sinking sneaking suspicion that more time was spent on the school then probably was necessary and maybe it could have been better spent in other parts of the game. <laughs> All right. That's that's enough Pokémon. I uh, I mean <laughs> you talk you join the Game Cola Discord, tweet at me on Twitter or uh send a message on the Game Cola YouTube channel if you want to talk about more. I'd be happy to talk about this literally forever, but I I it's already been so long on the podcast. We kind of covered hey, two I topics. <laughs> Hey, I'm just kind of glad that I, there was a Pokemon discussion I was able to participate in this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, what other video game things are happening? This is like the video game times, too. So there's much more than yes. Pokemon happening. Uh, funny you mentioned that. In a one week, in a few days, will be the Game Awards. Why is it funny that I mentioned that? That's you, said funny you, said, you said it's video game time, and I <laughs> told you the exact reason why. And he video gamed all over them. Yes. Uh, but yeah. I find this so, response acceptable. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Game Awards are next Thursday, uh, November 8th, I believe. And uh, I'm again. I'm excited for them. Again. For November 8th? 8th is November I'm a 
goddamn idiot. <laughs> you guys know that like November is over by the time this podcast comes out. I know. What? I was the one who pointed it out originally. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys really like November. You wanted to just do November again, huh? December eighth of the Game Awards, and while I'm not excited for the awards themselves, I am excited for what could be announced at the Game Awards. Art is at like you know like every year. Yes. I think what we're going to do, um, we've been testing this out. Instead of doing live streams of events, because it's kind of a hull, hullabaloo for that. Um, we've done this with a couple of announcement streams um, where we just get in the Game Cola Discord and get into a voice call with everybody, uh, staff and super fans alike, and just sort of talk while we all watch it. It's a lot easier to coordinate, and there's no pressure about being recorded, and also... Most people, I don't think, listen back to things like this. Like, no one's like, ah, oh, man, <laughs> I want to listen to this, you know, a year from now and no- think about what people were saying then. Um, we have anything well, in- which episodes of the Game Cola podcast are like that and have who's listened to them? <laughs> there are Comment some. down below. But there's a reason yeah, that we stopped. Like- there's a reason that yeah. we stopped. Um, so we'll probably do that. So December 8th, if you have not already joined the Game Cola YouTube, uh, sorry, the Game Cola Discord, which you, I'll, I'll probably post about it on the YouTube channel as well. That's why I, why I said that. We can just hang out and, and watch the Game Awards and argue about whether or not they're deserved. And the answer is probably no, but you know, hmm? what's video games if people aren't wrong about video games, you know? Everyone's incorrect. Video games. All video games are bad. Any, uh, <laughs> video any games pre- were a mistake. Any video predictions or mistake. hopes? <laughs> any predictions or hopes for our potential announcements? I mean, I'm personally Mega hyped Man. if will <laughs> Mega Man would be cool. I'm personally hyped if there will be a Spider-Man Two trailer because we haven't seen one of those in Piper. like a year. He and also the Wolverine. Potentially Wolverine. I feel like Wolverine's going to be like ways off after uh, Spider-Man. Probably, but I can dream. <laughs> Do you think they'll be able to make a game where people, or every single review is like, it really makes you feel like you're Wolverine? If I hear that phrase one more damn time. <laughs> what does feeling like Wolverine mean in the same way that feeling like Spider-Man means? <laughs> you stab <laughs> you live you do the good and stabs. you be short in Canadian so I'm I, like closer than most of you I got <laughs> shot <laughs> I got shot but I healed in five seconds yeah that makes me feel like Wolverine <laughs> I don't know I don't really have a lot that I'm I don't play a ton of games that are uh, big names unless it's Nintendo uh, because I don't own any other systems except for my PC I will say a lot of indie games get announced at, the, at this thing lately. I would like it if there was an update on uh, on uh, Potion Craft because I haven't played in a while. But you know, there's also a Haunted Chocolatier. Maybe that could that could Although, maybe make it make a show. Maybe it's out already. <laughs> maybe not. it's already out. It's not. <laughs> what? Um, I thought it came out a year ago. I, there's also, be... we got to figure out which uh, game about uh, people dying Anna will play and be sad about this year. True, 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 true. Year. You're so right. Actually, it's Sims. Oh, I have Sims to talk about. 
Oh yeah, you have Sims to talk about, right? Oh yeah. Sims so, 4 is like free to play now or something? Sims 4 is free to play. Um, as of October 18th, I believe. Let me actually type that in. Sims 4 free. I believe it was October 18th. It's funny because Sims 4 free also prob- is like leads to the announcement that Sims 4 is legitimately free to play. And then also a backlog archive of a bunch of scam links. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was right. It was October 18th, 2022. Um, the game became free for all. Um, just the base game. Free for obviously. all. Um, so, but they had a... They recently had a very good uh, sale going on for Black Friday. I wonder if that's going to continue through this week. Um, but what I actually wanted to talk about has nothing to do with it going free. A few weeks ago, I watched a video about creepy things in The Sims 3, which also led me to another video about creepy things in Sims 2, which sent me down a full rabbit hole of Sims lore <laughs> that I've never thought about before. Like, I always knew it was there, but I was like, no, I'm not going to think about that. But I've just been watching videos upon videos of Sims lore, and it's uh, consumed my entire life. Um, All right. What's your top five Sims lore? My top five Sims lore is... <laughs> um. It, it was also nice remembering Sims 3 because I can't really play it now because I've gotten so used to Sims 4 and switching back is just kind of difficult for me. But Sims 3 was such a good game. And it was the first Sims that I played. Like, I didn't play the other ones as much as I wanted to, but um, I never did. Um, so your, top- your number five is... The, your number five favorite Sims lore is the existence of the video game Sims 3. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No, um I I n- in no order. I enjoy everyone like freaking out over the Bella Goth mystery about her missing in Sims 2 and the being in a different place. Because it's just like what is going on? And I think what I heard was that she originally just didn't appear for some reason. So this and was so like a character that yes. was like in the game. She was before. in the Sims one. She she was in The Sims 1 along with her husband and daughter. And then the second game, it was um, it was just like, oh, no, she's missing. And I think uh, they just, for some reason, couldn't get her, like, there. And I could be wrong about any of this because I don't know. I don't know anything. Um, I love the lady who comes and hits you with her purse if, he, if she sees you doing PDA. Uh, she has made it into every game. In the third game, she's a young adult and playable as a character. Um, I like how Sims 4 is on its own different parallel universe timeline, whereas <laughs> in The Sims 1 through 3, it's in in order, it's Sims 3, and then Sims 1, and then Sims 2. Like, that's how it is. It's like 25 years apart for each. I, um, uh, I'm gonna need more on that one. What do I'm you gonna mean? need you to explain. I think I think I made perfect sense. Anyway, um, how? No, so, um, characters from Sims One and Two reappeared in Sims Three 
as younger versions of themselves. Um, so when discussing like the timeline that it's supposed to be on, it's it goes Sims 3, Sims 1, Sims 2. But Sims 3 has more modern technology in it. That that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> it, it it's about the Irrelevant. it's about the characters and their ages, which isn't even all that like consistent either. So it's just it's a little weird. Just a general, little weird. It's all different timelines. It doesn't really matter. It's just a little. This is a little strange. It's a little weird. Um, weird. I like how there was a. An actual virus going around from a reskin of a teddy bear from Sims 3, where it was a doll. And it wasn't somebody trying to do it on purpose. It was just an accident. But it was like corrupting everyone's game who had downloaded the doll. Like, even if they didn't use it in the game, it was, it corrupted the game. If they downloaded it, it was, it was messed up. Uh, and then the last one. Oh, um, I found out about Olive Specter, suspected serial killer. Um, and then her son, who was, I guess, taken away and adopted by another family who does experiments on him because he is the son of the Grim Reaper, Olive Specter and the Grim Reaper, and his name is Nervous Subject. As one so is. that entire situation is just weird to me, and I love it. Anyway. So, Sims lore has just been taking over my life because um, my brain is, my brain needs something to focus on. And I guess for now it is Sims instead of Pokemon, which is weird. I never knew there was that sort of lore in the Sims games, but it makes a lot of sense because if I was someone working on those games, that's exactly the sort of stuff I would want to do. Yeah. This game is like 22 years old at this point. Um, I'm glad that they've kind of had recurring characters and everything. It's, it's, it, I don't know why, but it just feels, it feels nice. I like it. Um, I've also been seeing a lot of videos that are like all of these things uh, and how they've changed between games, which is interesting to see because again, I, I knew about The Sims 1 and I think I watched someone play at a parent's friend's house and then sims 2 was the one that was all over youtube it was all those like people making stories using sims 2 and everything from when i first started watching youtube when i was in junior high early high school um, oh yeah i then... definitely remember seeing like blog posts or like tumblr tumblr posts where it was just like static screenshots with like descriptions yes. of the events that happened to a sims character Mm-hmm. Yep. That it was, was like a whole like, genre of media from yes, our and, uh, junior high days, I assume. Yes. I didn't, none of the things that I went to were called junior high. So I don't actually know what junior high is except somewhere before high school. Usually it's like at the very least seventh and eighth grade. Um, See, we I just don't know call how... that middle school. I went to a grade school where it was kindergarten through eighth. So I just went to school anyway. Um, but yeah, all that I remember from my childhood first starting out on the internet and seeing all the dumb shit that people post. 
Um, Sims 3 is the one I got for my 16th birthday in high school. I finally played it for the first time after wanting to play it for so long. And then finally in 2016, there was a huge sale on The Sims 4. I finally bought it, finally gave in, and I've been playing that one for the most part ever since. It's been about six years and the game will be about 10 years old in two years-ish. Or Sims 4 at least. That is how math works. Which is wild because I feel like this is the longest we've gone without a new Sims game. Yeah, it would have to be. Right? No. No, 2004 to 2010? 2009? It might have been 2009. Anyway, <laughs> it's been a while since a new Sims game. So the, the announcement of The Sims 5 on the same day where they had the release of the base game for free was interesting. I still don't know a lot about Sims 5 and what's going on. I just typed it in, so look it up and I just, I don't know. Speaking of video games that have been played in recent times, The Sims 4, I hate not video Sims games. 5. Uh, Blue. That's me. What video games have you been playing in recent times? Um, uh, Marvel Snap is one that I've been playing today for the last 57 minutes, I'd say. <laughs> is it if I had to good? Guess. Is it a video game that you like? Yeah. Wow. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Finally. I... I did it last time, too. Yay. And also, I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles a bit. Uh, like one of the, the new, like the first game, but in a, like a remake port version? On the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. How's that that's been? That's the one. It is good. Are you going to become one of the resident Xena heads? Well, I don't know. Because I, I started off. Not liking it very much, but it's gotten better. So maybe it's you're not saying exactly... you used to be xenophobic. No. <laughs> so it's it's not actually really like tried to trap him in a the box there. Didn't you? <laughs> super great yet, but I'm I'm hoping as it goes along, I will enjoy it more, and that will be worth my time instead of making me unhappy with it. Nice. 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 I nodded, but you couldn't see it. I said nice mm. twice for Joe, what did we oh say about this being a visual platform? Why <laughs> and not, and Why am I held to such a standard? <laughs> I do one goof. It's a goof. It is a joke about because, the visual because medium. Because we goofed about it earlier and you gave us crap for it and now it's just funnier now we're bringing it full circle at the end of the podcast i also expect you to use that picture that i sent to the um to the display <laughs> oh is that what that little <laughs> ding was look i'm so cute um <laughs> i can't i can't see without messing up my setup uh <laughs> unfortunate we'll see you later <laughs> john yes hi you you know. I know. <laughs> uh, I've been <laughs> recently. <laughs> um, I've been pl- I really got into uh, Days Gone on PS4 uh, recently. I really got hooked into it for some reason. It's one of those games that came out. It didn't sell very well. It was a PS4 exclusive at the time. Uh, it's a big open world zombie game where you fight hordes and hordes of zombies. 
And I don't know why, for some reason, I just really got into it. It's like the mission, the mission design isn't very good, but the, uh, I think just the open world, just the act of just surviving in the zombie apocalypse where you can go wherever you want and just pick up random scraps of stuff and makes, and just make stuff to fight zombies and just survive more. Finding just like a loose can of fuel on the, on <laughs> just, just randomly just to fuel up your bike and just go go further i don't know something about that loop i just found very satisfying also i got a gamecube yesterday oh Mm -hmm. you know just as you do you know you're walking around it's like oh yeah i've got a gamecube now i mean it was a black friday weekend so there were a lot of good deals in my retro game store so i got Ah, i see yeah so i got yours have shadow lugia on it no it does not then yeah we all know who's the real gamer here (laughs) <laughs> uh but yeah no i got a platinum gamecube with uh both uh av ports in the back so i can get an hdmi converter uh late later but yeah um i've had a bunch of gamecube games for a while because my old wii was gamecube backwards compatible and i just haven't mm-hmm. sold the old ones uh but uh yeah i got uh kirby air ride f-zero gx uh eternal darkness it was a big black friday sale <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Kirby Air Ride. Uh, those are those are all pretty good. I feel like those are like in terms of like collectors' items. Yeah, I, don't know, I feel like Kirby's Air Ride is one of those ones that's like disproportionately popular to how well it sold. Yeah, it really it really is. Even though they did make a player's choice version of it, mm, yeah, okay. and Inten- Nintendo does that with everything. Yeah, I mean, because uh, we, we all know the best part of part of it is the best part of it is. The one game mode that's supposed to be like a sub mode of a different game mode. Yeah. <laughs> where you just yeah, drive around that big city. Yeah. I wanted to play F-Zero GX for so long. and I finally played it last night. I was like, oh, I'm really going to have to buckle down on this one. Is it is F-Zero <laughs> it, good? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, the, the game last night, it was probably one of the fastest and most intense racing games I've ever played. Okay. That's fine. I just, it feels like everyone's always like, yeah, F-Zero, one of the Nintendo classics. It's like, I feel like most of us haven't played F-Zero, right? Like, I yeah, feel most uh, people's experience with F-Zero is Falcon Punch. Yes. Yeah, and exact. I felt that same way too. So I played, um, I played F-Zero on the Nintendo Switch collection, uh, l- last year, like the first one. And yeah, I, I th- it's, it takes, it takes a while to master to like really get the physics down and get the timing down for everything. I can see why like not a lot of people play it because like they'll play it once and, and then they'll realize, oh, I suck and then they'll never play again. But it's like there's a really steep learning curve with it. Yeah, I remember I got one of the, the it was probably the Game Boy. It was either a Game Boy or a SNES one, um, whichever one came with the Nintendo 3DS Ambassador program. And I just could not get into it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, that that one specifically is not good. Okay. Well, then yeah. that would color <laughs> my perception. Then wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. No. That uh, the controls in that one are very finicky. It's like I'm surprised how finicky it feels. But yeah, uh, GX really fun. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> Anna, have you played any video games aside from Pokemon and Sims? I've played Pokemon. I've played Sims. I have well, played okay. Skyrim. There we go. I was gonna say I did specifically like try <laughs> I, I to cut ask you off you there. To say something else. How's Skyrim? I understand you told me to do something. <laughs> I um, understand the council. The commander has made a decision, but given that it is a stupid decision, I've elected to ignore it. 
<laughs> yes. Um, I played Skyrim. Uh, I've been on a Skyrim kick lately. I stopped playing for a few weeks, and that was because I thought maybe I could join both sides of a conflict, and the game apparently doesn't let you do that. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be associated with either if not if it's not both. So I guess I'm just gonna. I think there's undo a that. Path. So I I just haven't played in a while. So I tried playing today. Um, I didn't really get very far. Uh, I played Solasta, Crown of the Magister, um, which is like... That sounds a, like one of the... It sounds like they came up with the name of a game and then decided to change some of the words a little bit so that they could be um, their own words. The newest update for that game came out on November 14th, which included a new race, which was Dragonborns, and included three new classes, which were Bard, warlock and monk is this so, a like a traditional rpg it's like a dnd based computer game um it's it's <laughs> nice um there are only two official quests right now um but the workshop is open for people to make their own quests which is great but i would so, like to see more official content because that would be a lot nicer what what's the gameplay of this game? Um, just a lot like D and D. That's I I um, I'm trying to think. Is it like That's Baldur's really Gate? I, can... I I don't know. I've never played Baldur's Gate. It's not like the maze. The Could... the maze. Is it an action RPG like yes. uh, Diablo or Skyrim, or yes. is it more it of a like a text based to... RPG? Closer to an action RPG. Yes, thank you. I don't know how to describe video games. It's a big problem for me. There's a lot of DLC that kind of involves all that stuff that I talked about, like the new classes and races and everything, which feels a little bit uh, Sims-like, which isn't a great thing, but I'm, I got it anyway. I'm having a good time, I promise. I'm not having a bad time. With the <laughs> I also played Crypt of the Necrodancer for the first time in a while last night, and it was um, it was very fun. Um, still oh, yeah, really you were into that. Uh, you were into that game for a while, weren't you? For like a solid month, I think I was like very into it. Solid few months, maybe in like 2020, mm-hmm. early 2021. I recently got the uh, Zelda like uh, spinoff one on Switch. I've been Heck yeah. thinking about starting it up soon. Yeah, I'm. I like it. I'm just very bad at it. I'm on the second level. I got through the first level just to practice, and it was not a problem at all. Which which version the of the game? Because there's like two ways you can play it, right? There's one where like you have to do things on the rhythm, and then there's another one where it's like more of like the rhythm. You don't have to stay on rhythm, but everything still moves like at one like button press per time. You just don't have to time the button presses. Oh, I'm on time. I'm on the beat. Okay. At least I think I am. I don't know. Hey, Joe, what <laughs> the, games have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Pokemon, and I've been. And that's it for Game Gola podcast today. Well, you, you'll <laughs> notice that Anna is just reaching the beginning school area, and I am near the end of the game, and that is because I've been devoting most of my time to trying to get as far through this game as possible, so that I can talk about it intelligently. And also, I want to I want to play, play Pokemon Showdown, and I, it's full of spoilers right now of all the Pokemon oh, from like the yeah. end game, and I don't want to be spoiled on them. So I have to beat this game so I can play Pokemon Showdown. 
Yep. What did you ask, John? I was going to say if there's any other games you've played that you forgot about because you've been sucked into the Pokemon Void. I mean, I played Advance Wars 2 a little bit a while back. Oh. Uh, I've, been, I've been going through the, like, the extra missions. I, I finished the hard campaign, which I hadn't done. Um, and then I've just been going through and trying to get higher ranks on all of the, the like, one-off, like, extra mission things that you can do. Um, I've been, I, th- I think I've gotten to the point where I'm trying to make all of them A rank. So I, I got everything to B rank, or maybe I'm trying to make all of them S rank. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to make all, them all one, a good, a better rank. And I've been going through, like, it goes from like C to S and I've just been going through like all the ones that are C. And so now I think I'm working all the ones that are B um, and trying to make them at least A rank. Uh, but I haven't done that in a while because I've been doing Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. You do have to catch them all. You're contractually obligated. Eh. <laughs> I'll get a nice handful. I'll get a few. Maybe. Well. I'll stop, I'll stop when I get Hitmonlee. He's my favorite. Well. That sounds like... You know, when people start talking about Hitmonlee, that's when you know it's time to end a podcast. <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> have to stop John before he keeps talking about Hitmonlee. John's just always going off about Hitmonlee. He hasn't been able to shut up about it the whole podcast. So we better yeah, stop before he starts hear. talking about Hitmonlee again. Are you going to take that sound bite of me saying his name and then putting it throughout the rest of the podcast? <laughs> so Hitmonlee. Am I right, guys? Yeah, just remember Hitmonlee. You know, the best Pokemon is Hitmonlee. <laughs> Now, God. this is this is oh, why yeah. I think that thing you said about video games relates to Hitmonlee. <laughs> this is and this if you listen, listen this back. is why Scarlet and Violet actually sucks because there's no Hitmonlee. <laughs> so if you listen back, is he in the game? I've no backwards, idea. <laughs> you will hear every time John says Hitmonlee. It is every like two minutes. Yeah, if you time it, if you time it out. He actually, you know how we were talking about how regularly Pokemon games come out. John's discussion of Hitmonlee is just as regular, but at a greater frequency. In fact, it is part of Pokemon's coordinated schedule, right? The If they delay the game, then John will say Hitmonlee fewer times, and that will just throw off their whole brand uh, package, right? It's if wild. John's not always talking about Hitmonlee, then, I mean, does Pokemon even have brand awareness at that point? I'm glad we created a new running gag at my expense. <laughs> Me too. I'm having a good time. How does it feel, John? How does it feel? Hey, I, it, um, the Martin Joseph one is still my joke, so I'm still riding that high, baby. Yeah, but you are not the target <laughs> of the joke. Of course, everybody else makes up all the running gags that I have bequeathed upon me at this point. <laughs> You're welcome. Behold. Thank you for listening. I deserve... I deserve one at my expense, so I feel honored. Thank you for listening <laughs> to this episode of the Game Call Podcast featuring Hitmonlee. If you like what you heard, be sure to check us out on our actual internet website, GameCola.net, where you can read articles about video games and also posts that tell you about the podcast stuff that we're doing as well, and links to places like our Discord where we talk about video games live with people in a text-based format. If you live somewhere uh, not on the 
Western Hemisphere at a different time zone. Please join the Discord so I have someone to talk to in the morning. Because <laughs> no one is awake. Everybody's awake. either awake at, or at work when I want to talk about video games. Or not awake, I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, there's also Twitter, as long as that lasts. Uh, we've still got a game called Twitter. I deleted my account. <laughs> I reopened my Tumblr. I made a brand new Tumblr if we want to go back. I'm just waiting. To, I want to know when they're going to kick me out of Twitter. Yeah, like, no, that's kind of what, what I'm waiting for. My yeah. space, my space, my space. <laughs> yeah, and I guess, yeah, if there's another place you think Game Cola should be instead of Twitter, let us know. I mean, the main thing we yes. do on Twitter is post, like, hey, we came out with a new podcast. So, <laughs> we've been using, honestly, the things that you would use Twitter for, we use more on our actual YouTube website, gc.net or at Game Cola. Uh, I just put things on the community post and people respond to that a lot more than they ever responded to anything that we've ever tweeted. So that's a cool place to hang out. The Game Cola community posts. I post questions and polls and jokes there and people seem to enjoy them well enough that they comment on them. I do. This podcast was brought to you by one person who asked about Pokemon on, well, I mean, brought to you by, I would have, I would have talked about this anyway, but also someone wanted me to talk about it. So I have moral justification for spending so much time on Pokemon. Someone asked about it. You um, was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you, if email is your thing, podcast at gamecola.net, you can get into contact with us in that way. Um, be sure to rate this podcast highly on whatever platform you are listening to it on, such as iTunes, where you can rate us five stars if you liked us. If you didn't like us, we're not on iTunes. Check out Spotify. I don't know if they let you rate on Spotify, but if they do, rate us highly, please. Or like if you're somehow on like the Google feed that always messes up because it grabbed the wrong uh, RSS feed. Thanks for listening. You're trucking along and appreciate you uh also on the youtube channel if you want to give us watch time you can do it on the youtube channel you can stare at the uh the thumbnail that i come up with and that's the youtube channel podcast uh is there anything else that i need to bring up uh remember to look out december 8th for the what we're going to do for the video game awards probably hanging out on the discord live on the voice channel so look out for that anything else you want to add Guys, be safe. Hello? Nope. <laughs> Just be safe. I was curious how long I could hold that silence before someone would say something, but then I realized I would just cut it all out anyways. So I, I said, <laughs> I did say be safe immediately after you said that. Ah, okay. Well, it cut out for me, and I don't know how I'm going to edit this joke then. For the end of the podcast, thank you for listening to this episode of the Game Cold Podcast. Have a great time of, of day, wherever it is, whenever it is. You are listening Joe to this podcast, and we will see you next <laughs> month. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.
literally just trashing you while you're talking. I get no respect around here. No <laughs> respect. One of my best friends. I'm just like that one shark on that one cartoon that show who's, I, I think, trying to be like Curry, too, Curly from the Three is, Stooges. Jabberjaw. Oh. Doesn't he talk about not getting respect? Oh. I think so. Yeah, that's probably a good coda. Jabberjaw. That's a good coda. That works. 